most important thing is actually having energy in and being healthy. Because if you built your skills up in your 20s, then what's going to happen is, you know, you're going to need more energy to actually deploy those skills into a money-making endeavor. Yo, what up, what up? It's your man, Brandon Carter, and you are listening to the Victory Talk Podcast. This is the podcast where we show you how to build your money, muscle, and mindset. I give you the lessons that I learned over my career building several multi-seven-figure businesses, and every once in a while, I bring in my successful multi-millionaire friends to teach you their lessons as well. No matter what podcast platform you're tuning into, make sure you follow us there because we are dropping new content every day that's going to help you succeed. Now, let's get into today's episode. I want to tell you the five things every man should have by the age of 30. Now, I'm 41, and I know you may not be able to tell by looking at me because I'm in better shape, healthier, and just better than you, even though you're probably younger than me, judging from the demographics here on YouTube. But my 30s were pretty awesome, and it led me to a lot of balling and shot calling, making millions of dollars and living a really fantastic life. But had I not done these five things in my 20s, your life should keep improving, right? If you have the right habits and you accomplish the right things. That's why we're gonna talk about the five things you need to have by age 30 for your 30s to be amazing. It really sets you up for elite level balling in your 40s like yours truly. So the first thing you need, you need to have some real, skills by age 30. You gotta be really good at something, preferably many things. If you really have your skills up, what's gonna happen is you're gonna be more valuable and it's gonna be easier easier for you to make money and acquire capital. And the thing is, you don't just wanna have one skill, all right? So let's just say, for me, I'm really good at marketing. That's cool if I'm just good at marketing, but also I'm good at sales statistically one of the best in the world. I don't want to get into all that. Like a good combination of skills. And this makes you more valuable because if somebody's just good at sales, and that's cool, you can make a lot of money doing sales. Or if somebody's just good at marketing, they can make a lot of money doing just marketing. But if you have both, now you're like more valuable. You can start a business if you're good at both of those. Let's say we add something to this list. Let's say now you're good at, you know, actually creating uh, products or services. P and D. <laughs> now you're super valuable. Now you, you you can actually do everything yourself. And even if you don't do everything yourself in the business, let's say you you when you hire people to do these jobs, they can't bullshit you, right? Because you're so you're proficient in each level. For example, when I first started my business, I was an online trainer at first, right? So I was good at you know that's that's the the, the P and D product or service, right? Good at online training. I was good at sales, right? So I was doing all the sales for the company, but also doing all the marketing. Once I started hiring other people to do the, the other things, the first things was uh, the marketing because I knew how to run Facebook ads and Instagram ads and uh, YouTube ads. These marketing fucking companies, they couldn't bullshit me. I knew what a good campaign looked like. I knew what KPIs needed to be hit to be successful. But if you don't know these things, then you're reliant on the other people. Or like when a sales team person tries to bullshit you, oh, the leads are bad or whatever, they can't bullshit me, right? Because here's a, here's a funny thing about having a business. The marketing team will always try to blame the sales team. And the sales team will always try to blame the marketing team. But if you don't have experience in both of them, 
you might take one of the group's word for it. I know that they're both full of shit. <laughs> and I'm going to hold them both accountable. And obviously, I can do this too, right? It just makes you more valuable when you have multiple skill sets together. Does that make sense? You don't have to build all of these skills at, at once. And you don't even, they don't even have to be these skills. But if you can have a combination of skills that work really well together, then that's when you really become more valuable and you can really make a lot of money for yourself. But also, if you're really good at one, that may be enough. Now, how do you get good at something? We got to bring up the trusty skill acquisition matrix. Y'all seen me talk about this before. Um, according to Malcolm Gladwell's book, Outliers, and a bunch of other research said 10,000 hours makes you like world class, one of the best in the world. I think that 20,000 hours makes you one of the greatest of all time. 100 hours, you're not bad. You're not fucking good, but you're not, you're not bad. People ain't making fun of you and shit, you know? At 1,000 hours, all right, this guy's good. At 2,000 hours, really good. 5,000 is amazing. Again, 10,000, one of the best in the world. 20,000, one of the best ever. So if you're in your 20s right now, how do you get good at these things by 30? It's just how much time do you want to spend? And now I'm rounding with this. I'm, these, are, these numbers are rounded and not exact. Don't be a fucking nerd about it. But this is how long you take depending on how many hours a day you want to spend on it. And if I were you, I would track these things. The beauty of tracking how much time you spend on, on, on acquiring the skill. Once you decided what skills you want to acquire. For example, let's say you wanted to get good at something, right? And you, you may be, oh, I've been working on this for so long. And you start getting frustrated because you, you're not as good as you want to be. A lot of people will just give up. And they'll be like, oh, man, this ain't for me. Man, I tried it. It wasn't good. Or they say I'm not good at it. You know, like a hoe, <laughs> like a punk. But the beauty is if you're tracking it, right, you may look and say, oh, I only got 50 hours of fucking practice with this. I'm not even supposed to be good yet. You know what I'm saying? And it's more motivating to me because there's a few things I'm still working on. You never stop acquiring skills and there's new skills that I'm trying to acquire now. And when I start to get a little frustrated, I just look at my data because I track it, how many hours I spend on these things. And I'm like, oh, I've only got so and such and such hours. I don't even have enough hours to be good at this yet. You get what I'm saying? You put a thousand hours into anything, you're going to be fucking good. Like literally anything, anything. And this is how long it'll take you, depending on how many hours a day you want to spend on it. You, know, you get what I'm saying? So that's number one. You got to have skills. The second thing you need is a strong, healthy body. Here's the thing. At age 30, <laughs> it's not as easy to stay in good shape. When I was in my 20s, I could fucking get drunk, sleep three, four hours <laughs> a night, and still be in relatively good shape. I was deliberate about what I ate, but I wasn't tracking it the way I am now. It's so much easier to stay in shape when you're in your 20s. Your hormones are different, but in your 30s, that metabolism changes, right? Hormones change, everything's changed. And this is why you see, you know, a lot of the girls you went to college with, man, by the time they're 30, man, these hoes is fat, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or like the guys, they're all out of shape. They got bellies and shit, looking crazy. It doesn't have to be like that. If you really focus on your fitness in your 20s, building up your body and building the right habits, you can glide right into your 30s and really be in, in great shape. If you're in your 30s and you're in fantastic shape, that's like more attractive to women than like a fucking kid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when you was all young and shit. Now you're like a real man and you probably have some more financial stability, which we're talking about. You'll be more attractive to like women in your 30s. It's that shit that fucking 
Rolo and all the red pill guys have. They talk about sexual market value, you know, men versus women, where so like you say, women have higher sexual market value when they're when they're younger, but men, boom, it starts to peak in your fucking, you know, mid thirties. Right? That's when you had the highest sexual market value. And then it extends. Well, and, and you can extend this more, to, you know, more, the better shape you're in. But it, it, that doesn't count if you were fat ass. And not even that, not even when it comes to like women and shit. That's not even the most important thing. All right, guys, hope you've been enjoying this episode so far and you're getting lots of value from it. On the Victory Talk podcast, our goal is to help you guys make money, build muscle, and improve your mindset with brand new episodes every day and we're not trying to sell you a bunch of stuff there's no sponsors like these other guys they're trying to sell underwear on their podcast some fucking bullshit that someone paid them to do i ain't doing none of that so if you found value in this at all man please write a review because it's really going to help us put out more content help more people make more money build their muscle and improve their mindset now enjoy the rest of the show the most important thing is actually having energy in and being healthy because if you built your skills up in your 20s the way i talked about in step number one then what's going to happen is you know you're going to need more energy to actually deploy those skills into a money-making endeavor you're going to need a lot of energy so in my in my 30s i was probably working the hardest but you need energy to do that and if you're out of shape if you're fat if your hormones are all out of whack you're going to be tired you're not going to have the energy. You're not going to have enough vigor to deploy against your, your goals, especially your financial goals. So there's that. And let's say you start having kids in your 30s. So I had my son in my 30s, but, you know, I'm I'm running around with him, you know, even when he was two. The people say the terrible twos. The reason they say they're terrible twos because these motherfuckers is out of shape. They was the terrific tools. That's when it started being fun to be a dad. When he was running around and I was chasing him and shit, it was fun. But I had enough energy. If you don't have energy, then a kid with a lot of energy is actually a burden. You don't want your fucking children to be a burden. You want to have enough energy to have fun with them. Or even now, you know, I take my, my son to the trampoline park. I'm jumping around with him. I'm having all types of fun. And... Like we're actually having fun where other dads are like bored because they can't even keep up. These motherfuckers on the sidelines like a hoe. You know what I'm saying? I'm throwing their kids around. You know what I'm saying? Their kids is jumping on me. You know what I'm saying? Their kids start chasing me around. Now I got to raise your kids because you fat. Heavy is the head which holds the crown. I took my niece and my nephews to the to the trampoline park the other day. Uh, me and my girl, we took my niece and my nephews. I'm running around. I'm throwing the dodgeballs at them. Like we having a lot of fun. Then all the kids started. <laughs> throwing dodgeballs at me why they're fat dads <laughs> sitting around being fat on their phone man i got footage of that shit <laughs> all the fat dads on their phone and me i'm running around like a goddamn he-man <laughs> like that shit was really happening but here's the thing your kids are more fun if you are in shape they are a burden <laughs> if you are out of shape you know what i'm saying you don't want your children to be a burden you know what i'm saying you want it to be fun stay in great shape I have a lot of videos here on how to be in, in good shape and how to maintain that. Um, you really got to focus on your 30s. It won't be as easy to stay in shape in your 30s as it is in your 20s. It just won't be as, as easy. Things are going to change. You're going to have to be more strict as you age. Number three, you're going to need some financial stability. You're going to have to really lay that foundation in your 20s so you can have like some real money in your 30s. Because in your 30s, you're probably going to have to start taking care of your family you know, maybe you're going to have a family or maybe your parents, you know, maybe they're getting old. Maybe you have to take care of them. You're like a real man in your 30s. Like you're a man in your, in your 20s. 
but you're going to get a lot of leeway. You're going to get a lot of passes. Like, you can be broke and ain't nobody going to, hey, he's still trying to figure it out. But in your 30s, man, ain't no pity in your 30s. In your 30s, if you ain't got it together, women are going to be laughing at you. Your kids are going to be like, Dad, why we poor? Why can't I, I, why can't I have braces? I just got to have snaggle teeth. And you'd be like, yeah, I didn't listen to King Keto. I wasn't listening to gym, Gymnasium Jesus when he gave me the five tips. Now you got to suffer. You got to have ugly teeth and people going to make fun of you. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's basically, it's my fault that all the kids make fun of you and throw rocks at you on your way, on your way home from school every day. <laughs> Cause I, I, I ain't take fin my finances seriously. Anyway, it builds character, man. Getting hit with them rocks. You don't want that. <laughs> you want to be able to take care of your kids, whatever they need. I was in my 20s when my father killed himself and I had to take care of my family. I was 24. Yeah, I wasn't in a position then, but I had to work. I worked in my 20s. I got in a position now. You know, my mom don't have to worry about nothing. You know, I take care of everything she needs. You know, my sister needs something. I got her. You know, my 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 niece, uh, my nieces and nephews, when their father passed, I was like, all right, don't worry about it. I'm going to take care of them. You know, my son, everything, he, anything he needs, he, he gets. You know what I'm saying? It's like he ain't got to worry about shit. And... They have a better life as a result. They're not struggling for shit. And that's because I took shit seriously. And you want to be that kind of man. You know, like people need to be able to depend on you in all ways, right? Like you got to be the man. Like to be the man, you got to be the man. And part of that is financial stability. So you got to take it real seriously. The fourth thing you need by your 30s, you got to have discipline. I know that in your teens and your 20s, most of you guys are going to like fuck around a lot and, and indulge in a lot of vices and go through the male whole phase and all that other shit, you know, it's fine. If you, if you, if you feel like that's something you need to do, cool. But at some point you're going to have to like really become disciplined. You can't have the strong body. You can't build the skills. You can't have the financial stability without discipline. Like discipline is the major key. But here's the thing. Even if you do get money, if you don't have discipline, it's going to cause you more harm than good because you won't be able to restrain yourself from indulging in the opportunities that are presented to you. You get what I'm saying? You know, I got millions of dollars, you know, like I'm, I'm, I've done really well for myself, but if like, if y'all had as much money as me, like most of you guys wouldn't be waking up at fucking 5 a.m., 4.35 a.m. You'd be sleeping in, you'd be partying, you'd be at 11. I live walking distance from the biggest strip club in Miami. Like I can go there, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I don't, you know, cause I'm fucking focused, you know? I don't think most of you guys would, would do that. I don't know. I don't think you guys had the restraint. Like I got fucking millions of followers and millions of dollars and I, and I fucking look like the Oscar statue on steroids. Imagine the kind of restraint I need to have to stay focused on my goals and not end up, you know, with a bunch of fucking baby mamas and shit, you know? Imagine that if you don't have the discipline, then you're going to fall victim. You're going to fall victim to all the shit that's going to come in your path, you know, women who are going to try to take advantage of you, people who are going to try to take advantage of you, or just your own vices. You'll fall victim to your own vices, and you'll just have a bunch of funny stories to tell, and you will look back at your life and wonder what could have been had you been focused. And the fifth thing, the fifth thing you need by the time you're 30 is a strong squad. You need a crew of strong homies. The American poet, Sean Carter said on, 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 on his first album, man was only 26 years old, on his first album, there's a song called Feeling It. And in that song, Sean, Sean goes on to say, oh, Jay-Z, many of you guys know, he, he said, if every nigga in your crew is rich, your crew is rugged. 
No one could fall because everyone will be each other's crutches. If you have a strong crew of guys, if anything happens to any one of you, if you're really solid, you can help each other out. It's almost like insurance, but you got to be that guy too. You got to be worthy of that crew. And how do you get that crew? Well, on your way up, when you, when you and your guys are building, you got to be helping each other out. You got to be looking out for your boys. My mom told me when I was a little kid, I never forgot this shit. She said, if you want to have good friends, you got to be a good friend. You get what I'm saying? So like when my boys ask me for something, I'm, all, I'm always asking my boys, how can I help you? Is there anything I can help you with? And I try not to ask for favors. I try to, to see how I can be beneficial to my homies. If anybody does do something for me, I try to make sure that they get more out of it than I, than I get from it. You get what I'm saying? And this way you build a strong circle uh, of friends. And you want to help your friends make money, help your friends succeed. Remember, if everyone in your crew is rich, your crew is rugged. No one could fall because everyone would be each other's crutches. Something happened to one of my boys. His business got fucked up or anything can happen. I'd just be like, yo, don't even worry about it, man. We'll, we'll, I, we'll put our heads together. We'll figure something out. If something happened to me, I just hit up one of my boys. Yo, let me... Let me sell for you. Let me do something with your sales team. Let me run your market. Let me do your ads until I get back on my feet. You know what I'm saying? But I'll still make him some money, right? But I got a crew of people who will help me. It's the best insurance you can have. If you acquire these five things, by the time you're in your 30s, man, your 30s will be fantastic as mine were. And it'll really set you up for some elite level balling in your 40s. With these five things, life will keep getting better. Some people think... 40s just old and it's time to retire and it's time to just be old. Nah, man. I mean, shit, it looks like my 40s going to be better than my 30s. My 30s is better than my 20s. And I had some good ass 20s, you know? It's just your whole fucking life can, can keep improving if you have these things. And if you're missing any one of them, life's going to be a struggle, man. It's going to be a lot harder than it needs to be. Pause. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always, Thank you for listening to this all the way to the end. And in case you're looking for more free content and more free stuff that'll help you make money, build your muscle and your mindset, join our free Victory Unit Discord channel. It's 100% free. And I have free courses in there that you can download right now, today, 100% free. And we're putting new courses in there all the time. We're in there answering your questions. There's a group of people who are super serious about obtaining elite level success. And if that's you, go ahead and join the Discord. But don't join, you know, if you want to be average or mediocre. That's not the place for you. You won't find anything for you there. Right? If you want to be a regular guy who does regular shit until you die, that's cool. I'm sure you got redeeming qualities. The Victory Unit Discord, you won't find a lot of value for you. Now, if you're a guy who's hell bent on success and will not allow anything to stop him from accomplishing his goals, you fucking need to join the Victory Unit Discord. You need to stop whatever you're doing, whatever it is. It's not more important than joining the Victory Unit Discord right now. I don't care if you're holding a baby, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you're at work, put the baby down. Walk out of that meeting, join the Victory Unit Discord right now, right? It's the most important thing you'll do if you're serious about success. And in case you're into video podcasts, you can find and watch this episode on my YouTube channel as well, all right? Holla at y'all. Peace.